Welcome to Pull the Pinaretti War Room Edition. As usual, I'm your host, Jim, and with me today is Nate. Hey, hey, Jim. How you doing? Hey, Nate. So you already know how the War Room works. Uh, you are the only one joining us on War Room, but you know how it works. We pull a bunch of headlines. Unless you've read it before or know some previous knowledge, we just give our opinions on what we're reading here in the headlines. So you ready? Give me the first one. Let's do it. These are always exciting. I always uh, say I get them from Mike, but I guess I can't say that today. Because <laughs> as you can see, Mike's not with us today. He has a previous engagement that he is at right now, but he will be back shortly. All right, first one. Afghan interpreter who helped rescue Biden in 2008 left behind. And so are a couple hundred other Americans. Yeah, I, I don't know what, I think he helped rescue him in a snowstorm or something like that. It's not like he helped rescue him from the Taliban or anything. He had to rescue him in a snowstorm. I understand he's an Afghan interpreter and a lot of those people are being sought after by the Taliban because they helped the uh, U.S. and other countries. But really, he helped him in a snowstorm, if I remember correctly. So, okay. So it- it's it's not like the Hillary Clinton being shot at rescue. Yeah. Well, he can probably make it that way if he wants to. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't even remember this story in two thousand eight, but I really didn't care. And, and and you know what what I find interesting about this is how do you know he was left behind? <laughs> I mean, maybe he rescued Biden because it was his job and he really doesn't want to leave. Like, I don't know. Do we do we know that? I think the interpreter has reached out and saying, hey, I helped you. Why aren't you helping me? Oh, you think so? Yeah, I didn't know anything. I I think so. I didn't read the whole whole article. I mean, I saw the headline, too. And I kind of looked at it, but I didn't really delve into it. But I I think he had someone reach out to him saying, hey, I helped you. Why aren't you helping me type thing? So how do you think that headline got, I mean, got out there then? So somebody must be using this. To make Biden look like, hey, you left the guy who rescued you, because that would be just like any other Afghan, right? Right. It's a, yeah, it's any other interpreter that, that got left behind, or any other American inspector left behind right now. Right. He's left behind more than just that one Afghan interpreter. But they're not stranded, though, right? They're no, not they stranded. Can, no, they can take commercial planes out, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's not surprising. Afghanistan's a mess, and uh, there's only one person or one, I guess, one person who has to take the blame. He can push it down wherever he wants, but this is this is insane. Yeah, I mean, the final, the final decision is the president's. He's supposed to have a bunch of people help him make decisions, and if they help him make these decisions, they need help, too. Yeah, and, you know, that leads us into our next headline. Biden waived congressional mandate for report on Afghanistan withdrawal risks. Can they hide anything else? Can they hide anything else? So, I mean, think about it. Like, you were in the military. Like, did you, did we ever go on a mission without doing some sort of risk analysis? Remember that was always the laughing joke? Like, oh, God, we got to do another one of these. We got to do what's another the one of these. Assessment? What's the risk assessment? Where's your risk assessment? Right. Like, yeah, it, it was... I'm changing entire. Do I need a risk assessment? It was part of training. Like, forget about big missions to evacuate thousands and, you know, tens of thousands of people. Where would you, like, even think, like, not to include this? 
that the hard stuff. Supposedly, the saw headlines today were Pelosi said something not to read the dead the names. Yes, on on the floor. I mean, what, what are y'all? What are y'all hiding? Why do you why do you hate America so much? But yet you want to be the president of America? You want to be Speaker House of America? To what? To gain control for what country? Well, and, and to me, Nate, the problem has always been this. I get it. I don't trust these politicians. I know they're in it for themselves, the money. Maybe some of them are in it for foreign entities. Maybe. But my problem is all these idiots that are lockstep with these people. Like how? They're right in your face telling you, look, we don't care about the people who died. Yeah, and you just, you, you don't notice this? If you still defend those people after the past two weeks... You haven't seen anything different. You need help. Well, you, they do, and, and the problem is they are, and they're not only there; they're justifying it. Yeah, like they're literally, they're literally praising Biden for his his airlift rescues now that he created. They're praising him. Okay, the biggest in American history, because you made it that way. Because you left all of them out there because you didn't have a plan. And you didn't have a risk assessment. Right. The American history, it didn't happen in the past because everyone planned accordingly. They didn't need to airlift people out this big. Right, because they had an evacuation plan. Like, but, but this is what I'm saying. To the common person, like, do you not see this? Like, how are you literally going to praise somebody for fixing their mistake? Uh, like, what? And they're still not even fixed. Yeah, that's like the people are praising them. Mostly that I know of are non all non military. They've never been a military. They don't know how to spell military, but they want to say, "Oh, he's doing great things for the military." How, how the hell do you know? You never raise your right hand to go to the military. Is that right or is it left? Your hand is going to the military. <laughs> <laughs> the military. I think it's left. Military left. left. Yeah. <laughs> right. Left. Doesn't matter as long as you know where to point the weapon. That's it. <laughs> Downrange. Up range. <laughs> All right. Well, so yeah, I think it's uh, no surprise that they they hit more. No surprise, right? You know, when I don't know how these how do these generals, chief of staff, how are they making these decisions? How are they letting this stuff happen? Are well, let me ask you. I, mean, I want to ask you this. You remember when we we were in? We served about the same time. And uh, you remember when, when I think it was Clinton did the drawdown and all those people got out? Now, do you remember like that? What, what I experienced was all the people who could make it. Yeah, all the people who can make it out in the world took the paycheck and went out in the world. All the people that needed the military or had too much time already invested stayed. So you had a big gap. And I think that was the backbone, really. I think that was the backbone, you know, NCOs that got out. So then what filled that gap was all the lower enlisted that they had to drop their promotion points for to get up there. And those are the people who needed the military. Or maybe, you know, some just got in. I'm generalizing, of course. But I think that, that vacuum just... Whoosh. So now, here we are, fast forward years later, those people are now the senior NCOs. And the officers, those were the ones that were pushed in through the Obama era. You know, the senior officers. So now you think about it. Why do you think our military is so woke? You got a lot of incompetent people and a lot of people that were put in those positions for that purpose. Which is why when we go to wars now, 
we end up having more people killed in training accidents than actual war. I mean, there's other reasons, obviously, for that, too. You know, lack of resources, lack of training time. But it just it just baffles me. Yeah, people people in the military that high of a rank are are hand selected to be in that position. They're hand selected for a reason. Yeah, right, okay. right. It's it's not just yeah, it's not just check the box like a bunch of points we have. I mean, of course, there are probably some points related issues, but I mean, we know this. You know, we know you get a general that flies into a mission to see how the troops are doing to say hello, and then all of a sudden he gets a ribbon. Like we know that everybody can look at a a general's chest and be like. Oh, look at all those ribbons. Knowing damn well he took a helicopter flight to a safe spot and called it a day. And, and it's a, probably a higher ribbon than what we got for actually serving for six months to a year over there. Right, right. So they're not fooling us military guys. Maybe the civilians are buying it, but they're not fooling us. All right, let's move to the next one. We're going to beat this one. A ribbons out of platoon site when I was in Korea. He, was, he had a bunch of ribbons. Right. And I asked him, where'd you, where'd you, get, where'd you get all those? He said, put them in sales. <laughs> so he, he was humble about it, but he had been around. But yeah, he clothed in sales, just like you. <laughs> right. Yep. Well, we know we know who the real ones are. We know that. So, all right, we'll move to the next one. Uh, we need Mike for this opinion. University of Wisconsin hosts students of color only barbecue weeks after removing racist rock from campus. So you create a racist barbecue because you're only inviting a certain demographic because of a racist rock. So you remove the racist rock, which I don't know the rock is. I don't know if it was racist to blacks, racist to white, racist to Asian, racist to whatever. I don't know. Everybody's racist against everybody nowadays anyway, so it don't matter what the rock is racist against. So you take a racist rock out and then start it a racist barbecue. Yeah, as long as as long as their feelings aren't hurt anymore, I guess it's good. Right? It and you know, so, what's that? Was it ribs or chicken? Yeah, right? Oh, you can't say chicken because that might be racist. Oh. Right. <laughs> Sorry. So, so my question is, in, in all of this stuff, is always like the enforcement part of this. So, like Mike, Mike has brought up to my attention, I had never heard the brown bag thing, but um, what is a person of color? Like, and where does the color spectrum stop? Like are Hispanics people of color? I'm, I'm color. Th that's what I'm saying. So yeah. wh what what constitutes color and what color? So even if you want to go and do this student of color only, what constitutes that color? Like is red a color? Is orange a color? Like what what level of color? Like you know there has to be some standard. Like you know Mike said the brown bag standard. I I never heard that till recently, but I get yeah, it now. There's a some political person here in Delaware, where I live, she had she created the Black Breastfeeding Week, and I did, she had some movie about it. And if you're a black breastfeeding woman, you can go to the movie for free. If you weren't a black woman, you got to pay seven bucks to get in. Basically, the same thing as taking a racist rock out and putting it in a racist barbecue. Right. Right. So yeah, well they don't they don't see it as racism because it's against uh, Caucasians or white people, which Caucasian? Where did Caucasian come from? Caucasian, idea. Asian, white Asians? Because Asians are almost white. I, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. It's just really stupid. But 
I prefer, uh, the, term, I prefer the term European American, please. Yeah, well, if you're from Europe. <laughs> oh. I mean, there were white-looking Arabs. Isn't that part of Asia? Yeah. What about the what about like South Africa? There's a lot of whites in South Africa. Uh, you, you know, yeah. like I said, yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know whether it's color, continent. I don't know. It's getting crazy. It's ridiculous. All right. Yeah. Let's not beat this. this one. Yeah, we won't beat this one. Right. All right. So let's go. Let's go talk about my favorite city. San Francisco Initiative will pay residents each month not to shoot others. Wasn't this the same city that has a whole bunch of money that they lost because of COVID? I know where the money went. Exactly. The shoe people know where that money. It wasn't to clean up the poop, right? San Francisco, isn't that Pelosi's area too? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I thought... Somewhere yeah, I area? don't know. I'm still California. Same difference to me. It's California, so what does it matter, right? Well, Could you know. imagine that? Could you imagine that being implemented federally? So is, it, is it if you already have a history of shooting people, you get paid? Or since I've never shot anybody, do I get paid because I'm still not shooting anybody? Hmm. I don't know. What about all the, the unsolved shootings? Like, did, is that to get people to come forward and re to return the money? Oh, well, I wasn't, didn't shoot anybody last month, so here, I got to give you this. Like, what about all the, like, what? Like, this is stupid. Like, I, I, it doesn't surprise me for San Francisco, but. No, I, you know, I was about to say, I'm going to move there and become a resident so I can get paid every month. Oh, right? Freaking state or city. Not or to shoot someone. No. If you don't own a gun, you're good, right? Well, I don't think you can in California or San Francisco, or I think cap guns might still be legal. I think. Right. What What does actually shoot mean? And does it say to shoot them with a pistol, a rifle, a bullet? It doesn't say kill people. It just says stop shooting them. Right. So, like, could that be video shooting, photography shooting? Like, what does that mean? Where do they have all this money? If this this state's almost broke, but they they have money to pay stupid stuff. Well, they just got stimulus bills. They got COVID bills. This this is what everybody thinks the whole COVID thing was all about. Don't you remember those states were complaining their numbers were rising, so they needed these bailouts for COVID when actually what they really needed was relief from their bad decisions in their financial plans. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And then they still lose money and still spend money poorly and. We can't keep rescuing these people. I, I'm ready for a divide. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. That's I don't nice really want Americans to kill each other, but I'm ready to start dividing states. Yeah, I'm ready to go. You, this Democrats get 25 states, Republicans get 25 yeah, states. Yeah, let's have, like I've mentioned this before, we need to have a draft. Well, maybe not 25, 25, because I'm a registered independent, so I need, I need independents need their own. So, yeah, sure, have that, that uh, neutral zone. Yeah. Have but those neutral zones. I'm not going to be middle. I, I got to be... I got to buy an ocean, so yeah, the has got to have good land too. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm ready, but have a draft so that the states can be divided in some sort of a productive way. You know, you don't want one side getting all the produce and then one side getting all because the, then that could end disastrous. Right. Yeah. So, well, all of our stuff comes from foreign countries anyway, right? No, well, sure. I mean, but we'd have to trade trade negotiations and treaties and yeah. Well, whatever I state know. I live in, I want to get paid not to shoot somebody. So yeah, that's it. Pay me not to shoot. I'll, hell, pay me not to assault anybody. <laughs> pay me not to even curse at anybody. That'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> Except for the bottom of your cup. 
I mean, yeah, you could pay me. You could pay me to to not make fun of people, but I don't think that we make a lot of money. Oh, I'd be broke. <laughs> because uh, if if I see stupid, I'm calling it stupid. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah, I'm not gonna shoot you. So let's go. All right, I'm not paying you, so go to San Francisco for that. Top FDA official resigns over meddling from Biden admin. No impeachment inquiries there. Uh, you know, you know why this doesn't surprise me. Do you know what they just did with the COVID vaccine? Didn't you hear something about the COVID being approved by the FDA? Yes. And isn't Fauci's wife working for... Yeah, the NHI or whatever. She's in the health organization. Yeah. One of the ones that had something to do this COVID vaccine. Yes. But let me explain if you, if you don't know what's going on. The COVID vaccine apparently just got approved. This is the uh, Pfizer. Pfizer one by the FDA. It just got approved. But they didn't approve it because they also extended the emergency use. Because think about it. If they approved the Pfizer vaccine, then the other two, Moderna and Johnson & Johnson, could no longer be used. That's the law. Because you can't use an emergency vaccine when you have a fully approved vaccine. So somehow they, they did this little thing where they approved it. I don't know all the specifics, but they also renewed the emergency ones. So now your Pfizer... Your headlines are specific. Uh, they were meddling, and that's why uh, they approved it, but also approved it for... But, but it's crazy. Like, people can't see this with their own eyes. Like, how can you approve a vaccine and yet still an issue emergency for the rest of them? And their, 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 their excuse was something like, well, it's not readily available yet. But yet they did say that the vaccine was practically switchable. Like well, you can. I, I see that point. There's there's not enough Pfizer vaccines to go around to everybody that wants them. So they have to still have these emergency ones to allow them to get it if they want to. I mean, that kind of makes sense. But yeah, I would assume yeah. I would assume that Moderna and Johnson Johnson were next to get approved, so they were all approved. So well, right. That, so why is one out of the three approved if they all do the same thing? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't even know why. Well, I think the two, Moderna and, and Pfizer, are different than Johnson Johnson. Johnson and Johnson is like the flu shot that actually has um, the virus in it. Okay, it's a COVID vaccine. Right. No, it's an, ex it's an experimental drug is what it is. It's not even a, really a vaccine. It's an experimental drug. They, they even came out and said it's not working. That's why you need... What's that? You need a booster already now. Yeah, because it's not working. <laughs> Imagine that. Right. They've been researching it for years and years. They didn't just come up with a vaccine. Coronavirus didn't just come to existence. Why didn't we have a vaccine years and years ago then? Right. And why are we still losing people to the flu when we got a vaccine? Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust Big Pharma, but we can move on if you're, uh, if you're content with this nonsense. Because this doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me at all. The all the meddling. You know, you know, there's meddling on, on every politician. Every politician meddles in something. It doesn't surprise me at all. Well, but, right, but look, you're talking about top. Nothing's nothing's being said or brought up. You find these headlines buried. You don't find these on CNN's top headlines. You don't find this on MSNBC's top headline, do you? 
No, and, and this is like, this is a top FDA official. I don't know what top FDA official means. Top five, top 10, top three. Like, I don't know what that means. But if it's a top FDA official, I mean, that should be some significance. Especially if he's saying, I'm quitting because Biden's meddling. You know, maybe he doesn't want to be responsible when finally the ship sinks. Because it's going to sink eventually, but these people can't continue. I don't think Biden's smart enough to meddle. Someone's telling him to go meddling. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. It, let's be real, man. Let's be. Biden's not running this country anyway. No president usually does. It's usually the establishment. Yeah. Are we almost done yet? I got coffee and ice cream to get to. All right, let's move on with this one. <laughs> Gang members and criminal migrants apprehended by U.S. Border Patrol up 265%. Are those the ones going to San Francisco and getting paid not to shoot each other? <laughs> I wish, right? Then it might be a, valu a valuable program. Well, I mean, that's, of course they're up 265%. There's an open border right now, so why would those stats be up? Right. Well, no, there's only one open border. You can't say there's open borders, right? There's only one, right? Well, there, there's multiple entry points along the border. Sure, but it's all the southern border. Because the Canadians, they're dangerous. <laughs> Europeans, they're dangerous. Those, those South Americans, well, you know, people coming to South America to come up the border. Right. They're no worries. Okay. They're just refugees. They need a place to stay that's safe and secure. Yeah, I think, <sighs> I think they even call it I don't know if it was Taliban or Al-Qaeda or ISIS or someone down there coming up. Oh, they've got, they've got known terrorists. Yeah, they've yeah, caught yeah, known terrorists. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, and isn't the border, isn't the border um, Kamala's issue or baby to take care of? Yeah, as long as she's 500 miles from it, yeah. Yeah, I think the closest she has to the border is Washington, D.C. There, <laughs> too. Yeah, it's just crazy because, like I said, I had a plan in the beginning back when all this, you know, the Trump haters were all, all on board with the I had a plan to end the, the border crisis and get the wall built. That was to open up a cruise line from Russia to Mexico. That was my plan. I was just going to open up a cruise line where people can get on on in Russia and then just come to Mexico and just come across the border because, you know, the Russians were a threat. But the, the southern border is not a big deal. So I was just going to funnel them all through there, and then they'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. We need a wall. Now, the, the people that want to get funneled through there already know to go through there because uh, <laughs> 265%. Now, what's that mean, 265%? So when Trump was president, only two people got across the border, so now six got across. So is four really that big of a Four extra people really that big of a deal? Yeah, the numbers are hard unless they tell you exactly what yeah. where the numbers are, right? Right. But yeah, but still a two hundred sixty five percent increase, even if it's from two to six, is still an increase. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the percentage doesn't matter. The point is there are criminal and gang members coming across the border in higher numbers. Yeah, even if it's just four more of them. We don't need those four. They're gonna keep coming. Yeah. Sure. The ones got turned so, around. They just went across the border, turned around, and tried to Well, I, I know the Supreme Court just uh, said that the stay in Mexico thing had to get back in place. They just reenacted that or something because the Supreme Court held and it up. What if it doesn't? Well, yeah, like it doesn't matter. It depends who's running it. Yeah, they said something, but and that's 
Yeah, the moratorium too, right? Yeah. Supreme Court, I mean, Supreme Court can lay law down for the next person that could go to the court system and say, no, Supreme Court, I rule that you can't charge him with that. But the Supreme Court tells the government to close the border. What if they don't? Right. You go to jail for it. I don't know. Supreme Court's getting to be a joke, too. All right, speaking of jokes, let's move to this joke. <laughs> Fairfax teachers score 32.7 million bonuses for extraordinary work during pandemic from home. Good for Fairfax. That's, I'm, I'm assuming that's Fairfax County in Virginia. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming as well uh, because Virginia's... Because Fairfax is a rich county, so I'm assuming they can pay out $32.7 million in bonuses. Well, good for those teachers for doing extraordinary work. You know what? That 3.27, that's that right? Yeah, 32.7 billion million. I'd rather see it go to teachers than the government for doing a good job. Sure. Than the local politicians for doing a good job. Than the football sure, players for doing a good job. They, they give it to the right people. Now, yeah, mostly because teachers didn't create it, right? If yeah. the government got it, they created this problem. Right. Whether so, they created the virus or not, they're the ones that locked down everything and created the problem. Right. So I'm, I'm glad they gave it to the right people. If you're going to give it to anybody, give it to the lower paid people that work better than the higher paid people anyway. Right. But doesn't this bring doesn't this bring the question about the uh, the whole socialist fairness movement here? Like, how do you pay one group of teachers thirty two point seven million bonuses? They're not the only ones that did extraordinary work. Well, their county can't afford it. At least this county has a good budget for something. We don't know where this money came from, do we? What? Probably COVID relief funds. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But if they're budgeting it properly, and this $32.7 million is part of the budget and they're using it properly, good for the teachers and good for the county for doing it properly. I'm a, I feel like it could be Fairfax, Alaska. I don't know. But whatever it is. Right. Either way, that's a lot of money. Extraordinary work during the pandemic is possible. I believe it is possible because I think teachers did have to do a lot of adjusting and teaching. Now, just because they did it doesn't mean the results were better. So I would still base that work uh, more more critically about you know how how they I mean, just because you implemented an online course wasn't like online schooling didn't exist. Yeah. So it's not like you created something that didn't exist. You just yeah, did it in your school. Look at the headline, a lot of questions. You need a little bit more data. Yeah, but that's what I like about this. That's what me and Mike you know, enjoy this because you can make the story up if you want. Yeah. Because <laughs> all we get to do is interpret what we're reading. And this is it. Let's be real. This is what the average person is seeing and making a story and basing their opinions on and reacting their emotions on. Probably without reading it like us. They're, they're not even reading it. We know this because there have been plenty of articles where the headline is disproved in the first paragraph. And people don't read it. They just don't read it. They see the headlines. That's why we're enjoying this. So. Well, I think this is an extraordinary show. <laughs> Your bonus check is in the mail. <laughs> well, USPS or, U or FedEx or UPS? No, it's USPS. It's government. It'll be there someday. I might see it next year. And good news, they're hiring a lot. <laughs> I bet they are. 
Maybe yep. hiring a lot. All right, you ready for the next one? Let's do it. Health firm that donated heavily to Biden and Dems pays ninety million penalty for allegedly defrauding Medicare. So why'd you, if you didn't do it, why'd you pay $90 million? Good question, right? If it's alleged, what is the 90 million penalty for? So I allegedly don't get investigated any farther. That's, that's so, what 90 million is for. So just think about this. Let's think about this from a journalistic perspective. Why would you even write this, this headline? For something to click on it. It's not a click. Right. Sure. And it makes Biden look bad. It makes, you know... So, so maybe there's more to it, but to me, right off the bat, like you said, if you go with the truth of it, 90 million. So if they paid a $90 million penalty, why would it be allegedly defrauding Medicare? Is that saying we agreed to pay the thing, but we don't believe we defrauded Medicare? They agreed to pay 90 million for allegedly defraud Medicare because if they got proof that they did defraud Medicare, it'd be 290 billion they have to pay. So... You know, we're saving a billion dollars. We'll go ahead and pay 190 yeah, million. Yeah, good. Well, you were in law for you did you know MP work, police work with us. What kind of law would that be? What would you be charged with? We're going to charge you 90 million dollar penalty for allegedly defrauding Medicare. That's not even practical. They had to charge them with something. I didn't charge them with anything. That's why they paid 90 million dollars not to be charged. Yeah, but that can't exist. It's got to go on paper somewhere. It's just like a, a, a speeding ticket. They down it to a, a seatbelt ticket. Like, there has to be a record. If you're paying $90 million, there's going to be a listed penalty. Not, you didn't want to pay the higher penalty. It's going to have to be something that you're paying that penalty for. We'll never see the exact defrauding, alleged defrauding crimes because it won't be in the news. Right, but but let's uh, let's dive. You found this news headline, so did you read it? No, I don't read these. <laughs> <laughs> I just find the ones that are interesting. Yeah. But I like to look at the headlines too to break them down because you think about it. Like this headline looks like it's making Biden look bad, but by putting allegedly defrauding Medicare, almost looks like they're trying to save face for the health firm. So I really don't even know if this was written left or right. When you allegedly do something and you and, and you take the plea deal, you probably did worse, so you're just getting off easier. But a plea is to something else. You have to plead to something. You they, can't they, plead a, I don't want you to prove it, so I'm just going to pay a fine. They, they plead they plead to the fine. Right, so maybe they plead to uh, Medicare interference. Or Medicare mis misconduct, or there has to be something. Yeah, you don't just you know. Yeah, it's ninety million dollar penalty. You don't you don't pay a penalty for allegedly speeding. No, there has to be something written next to that ninety million dollar fine. Why can't they just tell us what that is? They might have in the article. Right. Well, they probably they might have, but then they wanted to say allegedly defrauding to make it look worse. Well, I guess it said allegedly because I never went to court, never got proven. So it's still alleged. There was no, there was no criminal charge, I guess. There was, okay. Yes. So you're saying if you charge me with speeding, and I go to court and no contest, which means I'm not saying I'm innocent or guilty, but I'll pay your fine. 
then it's still allegedly speeding. Hey, Jim, I got you on radar doing 55. All right, I'll give you $5 to let me off. All right. Well, Jim, give me $5 for allegedly speeding. Well, that's extortion, though. That that can't happen. Well, well that could be part of the headline, too, probably. So, But I, I do understand no contest means you're not going to, you know, plea. You're not going to say you're innocent or guilty. So that no contest, you still get your plea of no contest, but you're still charged with the speeding and you pay the fine. But you're just not admitting guilt. So I guess you could say it's still alleged because they didn't prove it. Yeah, yeah they didn't get charged with it or prove it, yeah, I guess. So ninety million dollar penalty is not a speeding ticket. <laughs> that's, that's so well. That's how Fairfax paid their teachers because they get ninety million dollars from, from this. <laughs> there you go. They still got sixty million left over. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you ready for the last one? Mike loves these. Get one of those. Yeah, and I got. I even got. I got a, a photo for you too. Oh. A research vessel found SpongeBob lookalikes a mile under the ocean's surface. You don't believe me? Show me. There it is. <laughs> so it's a loofah that ended up on the bottom of the ocean floor. Well, that looks more like a loofah, but how did it get next to a star? A starfish. That's, um, what is that? isn't that Patrick? That's Patrick. It's SpongeBob and Patrick. So, so, so they, the picture. How many other people saw it? Well, do you, do you, first of all, you think it's real? Um, I mean, it looks like a, I don't know the scientific name for stuff under the ocean, but it looks like a, a sponge, essentially. That's yellow. There's plenty of sponges in the, in the sea. It's going right. to happen. But, but what, are, what are the odds? What are the odds that it's right next to a star? I don't know if starfish live that far down in the ocean on rock. I don't know if starfish. Or that's what I said. I don't know nothing about that stuff. But that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yep. All righty. Okay, I see. I did. I, I just saw SpongeBob with a like, like only SpongeBob. But now there's an S on a likes, so it's plural. So it's SpongeBob and Patrick. Yep. Yep. And they should probably. You want to see it again? Yeah. I think I see something. You see that in the bottom right-hand corner? I think that's a Krabby Patty. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's crab. That's crab right down there. That's Who Krabby Patty. That? You mean <laughs> down here, down in this part? Yeah, that's a crab tentacle. It's a Krabby Patty. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a jellyfish thing that's on SpongeBob too, back there. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, yeah not quite sure. You're they might have been filming that day, a SpongeBob episode, and scientists just happened to be there. Yeah, no, that, that he doesn't have his shoes or his, his shorts on, so. Well, he's still in the trailer. He isn't. He hasn't. They haven't said action yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, this would be like um, X-rated, and they couldn't show it anyway. That's pretty funny, though. I like it. Awesome. So stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I'd love to know if it's true or not. I probably should have read that one because that was interesting. <laughs> It's more fun when you don't read articles. Just talk, we talk headlines, not articles. Well, I mean, like I said, people believe crap they read, and they don't even read the crap they read. Some of the articles we read, that, well, I don't know what articles or headlines you're putting up, but some stuff's already obviously out there for everybody to see. So some stuff I 
have read before you show me the, the headline. And I just happen to know more about the headline. And I Sure. And that's know. okay. Even if you read the, the whole thing, that's great. You could talk no. about it. But no, to me, it's more fun making the story up. Yeah. Because that's what people headline. do. We make your own headline up a headline. That's what people do if you think about it. I mean, that's what they do. They literally I take their bias. The said blah, blah, blah. That must be true. They take their bias and they interpret what they read into what they want it to be. So either they read it and say, wow, that makes Biden look bad. Or they read it and say, oh, that's a lie. Probably came from some right-wing newspaper. They don't even have to read the article. They just see the headline and they make up their own crap anyway. So why not? That's why I like you know? the war room. We make up our own crap for each headline. At least, at least we do it from a veteran's perspective with experience. And that's all that matters. And that's right. all that matters, Jim. So what you got? And that's how we're going to end this one, Nate. So thanks for joining me. Um, and thank all of you for tuning in and watching and hope you had a fun. And if you're a veteran, get on the show, uh, reach out to us, go to the website, pullthepinaready.com. And until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. Boom.